Marnen, greetings, Manti. Greetings to our listeners. Marnen, how it's up? Oh, it's all very good. Well, it's sort of lovely to be back and to our listeners. Uh, you know, it's been a while since we had regular episodes of the podcast. Recently, I did a couple of interviews with a sort of series on India Explained called Special Conversations, one with Amit Verma, uh, who's a blogger, writer, uh, thinker, and one with Apar Gupta, who's the director of the Internet Freedom Foundation. But we are back again with our uh, regular broadcasting, so to speak. Delighted to have uh, Bunty here. Um, and we're going to try and do these episodes, you know, maybe once a month, maybe fortnightly, and we uh, hopefully will will be will be regular. There's been a lot going on post pandemic, etc. But uh, we hope to follow a somewhat regular schedule. Uh, Bunty, over to you. Yeah, you know, Rohit, it feels like um, uh, quite a while since we've been uh, doing this. A range of things coming in the way, uh, but you know, totally glad to be on board. I know. I think the other thing that's important that's happened, obviously 2023, so Happy New Year to all the people who've listened to us so far and are tuning in now. And more importantly, the your Twitter, the Twitter handle is back and active. Uh, and, you know, you posted a few things out there. Um, uh, and that gives a ready kind of conversational play when we're not on air, uh, predominantly to engage in banter, a uh, bit of conversation. So that's the other thing that's happened. But no, look, I'm well... I'm glad to be here on 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 the podcast, um, and obviously, as you say, you know these are opportunities for us to. Yeah, I think the way I always look at our audience on this is like you know they are sitting ringside to a conversation with two old friends, right? That is what it is, and uh, you know, and 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 the more uh, inclusive and relaxed we can make people feel who listen to this, the better it is. So uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, absolutely. They are part of the conversation as well. And I want to express on, you know, our behalf, uh, gratitude. I know we were silent for a while and, I, you know, we we had a certain number of followers, not a huge number, but we actually over the last four years, not counting the year and a bit, year and a half that we were away, cumulatively across platforms, we got something close to, you know, uh, I'd say 400,000 plays. That's a conservative estimate, reasonable estimate. Right. And that's a huge deal for us. And, you know, the fact that some of most of the subscribers actually stuck around or that people are listening to it if you're listening to it just thank you very much really because you know the fact that you consider our conversation worthy of your time that really does mean something to us and i think you know i one of the things i've I've lived in america 20 almost 23 years now away from india but one of the things i miss i miss greatly are just the number of wonderful conversations i had with people and, you know, it's classic NRI nostalgia, but, you know, sometimes I actually drive to an Indian store here, which they have a bit touch of marketing genius that they give free chai. And I'm sure that that $50 a day they spend on free chai gets them like hundreds of, you know, dollars worth of business. But sometimes I just like to see Indian products. Uh, you know, it's it's quite silly in a certain way, or I'll have some chart there, but I'll sit with a cup of tea. And, you know, I, I just remember all the wonderful chats I would have either, you know, late at night, with friends or, you know, on a bus and so on. So I, on, a, on a related note, Rohit, I go to a store um, in London, which um, serves, it's a South Indian eating joint called Aha Dosa. Uh, and uh, it's frequented by um, predominantly people who are oh, that IT background, right? So these are, and again, I'm not, not meaning to generalize, but predominantly they're from the South, right? And they know their food, right? But one of the things they do in this place is their thali. On the menu, it says it's only available weekend, right? Mm-hmm. But if you're an insider, 
you know that you can ask for it at any time and it will be presented. So uh, I know this is different to the chai story, but I think in every place where, in every city, country, I'm sure uh, <clears throat> non-resident Indians across the world have their little kind of side-on understanding with places, whether it's the tea or the thali or something else. Uh, you're talking about fuchka also, you know, the Pani Puri. So there's, there's this outside Apna Bazaar in Sunnyvale. They, they stopped for a while with the pandemic, but um, there's this couple, a Punjabi couple, um, lovely couple. They have set up this stall again. And it says Golgappa, Pani Puri, Fuchka, and you know, if it's called something in Andhan, they open 4 to 10 on, um, 4 to 11 on weekdays, and weekends they're open through the day, 10 in the morning. So what you get is out of the world Fuchka, and they have five different types of flavor. Like a plate is five. So there's, you know, the Imli, which is standard, tamarind, there's Khatta Mita, there's Guava, there's Mango, there's Anar, which is pomegranate. And it's just, it's insanely good. It just makes me happy. But, you know, it's interesting what you mentioned about the secret menu. And increasingly, these sort of things have begun to matter more to me because I, I there are many things I love deeply about the U.S. It's, you know, been my home now. I consider it as much for home as India still is and will always be. But it is a very, very transactional society. And perhaps in some ways that may be true of the U.K. too. Uh, but, you know, so to find to find avenues of interaction which are not transactional, right? Yeah. That, I yeah. think, really means something to me. And there's an Indian store here. I, had we been there when you had visited Zante's, which uh, maybe, maybe I don't think so. The we one had, that did the fish, the, that one. Fish one was Vicks, and then we had got right. biryani and stuff from Pakwan. Right. Zante's, Zante's we didn't go to, but they do a mean samosa, and they do a wonderful Indian pizza. The gentleman at Zante's, the number of times he simply refuses to charge me for chai. And, you know, I've been going there since my son was a baby. And for his first few birthdays, when we would have, you know, birthday parties at parks, uh, we would always cater samosas and stuff. You know, sometimes I'll go there, I'll pick up samosas or a slice of Indian pizza. He'll just give me a mango lassi, you know, this is for your son. Or he'll say that, you know, if I'm ordering something, he'll say, I've just made this, ye samosa garam banaya, ek ji. And, you know, never, never. Or he'd just top up my tea. And, you know, that's a small gesture, but it means so much. But tell me something. So just before we talk about other things, Indian pizza, just elaborate. So Indian pizza, these guys, what they do is it's, you've got your like mozzarella cheese. It's a pizza base, right? The pizza base, base is... and the cheese is, you know, it's not some like, it's not paneer necessarily. Right, but right. it's the cheese. Then you have, you'll have a veg masala on top, right? Right. It would be like, it's usually a mix. You'll have a saag pizza also, and you'll have a chicken masala. Uh, or a chicken tikka masala on top and they're all out of this world i mean it's spectacular you think it wouldn't work but it works it works very very well and you know there's something lovely about the place i'll share some photos on twitter like it's got the mandatory picture of the taj mahal there's some nice indian art there's a poster of kingfisher beer taj mahal beer and kingfisher beer and you know whatever we think of vijay mahalia kingfisher is a good beer it's still going no kingfisher beer is still available i think it's highly available because i was in india recently on travels and um, I went to a establishment. Obviously, what happens in India is these are some of these establishments that I, I went to were located inside a five-star property. So they have a certain amount of snobbery about serving local beer in, the, in that they want to charge you more. So right. I didn't just I said the, the guy apologized and said, I don't have it, sir. Uh, but uh, that's a, a management's uh, decision. Yeah. Uh, it's a very interesting thing that, you know, Kingfisher, I would say Kingfisher, like Red Stripe is a West Indian beer, Kingfisher um, is 
probably the only authentic Indian uh, beer yeah. going. I mean, there are lots of beers like Rambo, Bullet, Badsha. But Punjab has a godfather beer. I mean, so, God, so, so, so the thing is, but I've never seen them. Like, if you go to a restaurant and say Badsha Pila, they'll say, what do you want about? No, there's that. But uh, Kingfisher is uh, totally, you know. Kingfisher um, is authentic and Taj Mahal is a very good beer. Now, I don't... I, I, I have not tried Taj Mahal. It's, it's, it's really very good. I mean, I it's been like years since I had one. I, I hardly drink now and you, I know you also don't drink. I mean, you know, any kind of alcohol, whether it's wine or, you know, I might have some port wine once in a while or try a little bourbon, but um, Taj Mahal is a very good beer the last time I had it and, you know, goes goes well with Indian food and it goes well with Western food too, actually. Okay. Well, while we talk about drinking, should we turn our attention to one of the stories that has come through on the media recently? Uh, and, I, you know, the way we generally have these discussions is uh, we pick up on all the stories. So recently, one of the stories that uh, came to our attention, I'm sure it's come to your attention as well and no doubt our uh, listeners. Uh, and also, I noticed it on the tweet, you you flagged something that, you know, essentially, long story short, there was an Air India flight going from New York to New Delhi, right? New York to New Delhi. We are looking at, uh, the flight is airborne. It's uh, the dinner service or the food service has been completed. The lights have been turned off. This is what happens. Turned off, turned off or dimmed down. What happens then is a 34-year-old man who's had quite a lot to drink, right? Uh, and, and this is second-hand information, just reading, thinking of back on what I have read, goes, uh, admitted, wants to use the bathroom. Um, and in either, the, 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 the most gen- generous interpretation is in his drunken state, assumes he's reached the bathroom, proceeds to relieve himself, um, but uh, he 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 kind of does that on an elderly lady uh, who was in the seat, and um, that's the first that's the first vignette of things to talk about. We, there's more to talk about this, but is is that your recollection of the that's, event? That's what happened. Those are the facts, right? The the case, so to speak. In philosophy, you always state the case first, right? Yes. So that's exactly what happened, and. So that's the first thing and raises a lot of questions. And then um, if I may just go on and mention yeah. other, other things. Um, the lady was not looked after well in this situation by Air India staff. And this falls on the pilot ultimately, apparently. Yeah. Pilot's responsibility, uh, the staff's responsibility. They gave her some towels, etc. blah, blah, blah. They didn't really do anything to restrain the guy. I mean, maybe there was no air marshal there. But uh, they didn't even offer, I think this was business or first class, I'm not clear about, but they were business. business. Now they made her sit in, they you know told her she could either go back to the same seat. They didn't offer her another seat. Perhaps business class was full. They were empty seats in first class. They didn't. Then they made the two of them sit facing each other. I don't know whether the two were made to face each other on those, you know, crew seats or whatever. I don't know. Uh, the guy apparently apologized. His lawyers are now saying that there was a financial settlement of ten or 15,000 rupees reached for something along those lines. Uh, the staff didn't do anything. He was not arrested when the plane disembarked. The lady uh, wrote a letter. Now, I don't know whether she took the money or it was thrust upon her, but her daughter apparently said we returned the money. So maybe that happened later. The lady wrote a letter to the CEO of Indian Air, Air India, pardon me, which has now been reprivatized, gone back to the Tatars. 
and it's only then that some action has been taken and of course it hit the news there's been outrage now they've arrested this guy he was a vice president he worked out of mumbai vice vice president of wells fargo some division 34 year old guy called shankar mishra so this is the situation he's been arrested now and initially he was just given a 30 day ban so that was also part of the outrage that all he was given was a 30 day ban from flying on air india and you know a number of people commented that i think a couple of years ago this indian stand up comedian kunal kamra had accosted arnab goswami on a flight uh, and again you know we i mean i'm not really a fan of you know accosting anyone no matter who they are mm. but uh, he didn't urinate on arnab is uh, the point i'm making and he was given initially what they just said he's permanently banned then they made it a six month fly uh, ban right uh till it was perhaps revoked i guess it is now but yeah. um, you know the joke was going around that you know hey kunal had you like urinated on arnab goswami you would have got off with just 30 days so that's the story the guys lawyers are now saying that there was a financial compromise a settlement reached so it's all taken care of but the point is that you know you can't commit a crime and then just say that it's been settled internally i mean the person also like flashed his private parts not just to the lady but to everyone So. Yeah, I th- I think <clears throat> one of the things that happens in Indian public spaces, and particularly in aeroplanes, is you know the 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 kind of I I'm searching for the right word, the kind of norming of how to behave in public space and public decorum, right, comes into very sharp relief very quickly, right. Once you are so the, you you see this uh, slightly digressing you see people as the plane lands and is taxiing there's a common tendency and i've noticed it only happen to uh, in my limited experience in an indian uh, domestic flying situation and and i've heard recently where the plane has literally or still on the runway turning in and people start making a grab for their bags and the air hostess who's generally the, the first person serving at least on the internal flight is essentially a 25 26 year old lady so this is not somebody with like auntie g gravitas she's like basically a young person who essentially pleads with the person to behave themselves and in most cases they listen and now looking at this air india incident that has happened i think one of the things that people do in india when faced with kind of because the the idea that the law will take its course or there is consequences is manifestly so weak that people use that opportunity there's this term in calcutta they used to call it mutual karlo right there's this thing matlab sort it amongst yourself why are you involving legal authorities so i think what happened up there in the sky this is conjecture is they tried to do a mutual and mutual generally involves this some auntie bhanji uncle type figure who will come and say that look this man is evil you have been wrong we understand that but there is a financial value to this wrong and it can be corrected i think that is what happened and that that mr ji thought that that was the end of it yeah 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 now my question is if he hadn't relieved himself on a woman or if there were other things involved what would have happened i'm 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 confused by the 30 days you know for me um i don't have enough understanding of jurisprudence to know whether that's fair shout not shout etc but i just think that the whole service attitude of trying to resolve that mutual karlo is probably what happened up there in the sky 
And it yeah. happened because people don't trust the course of law. Because if you are aware of the legal, like harassment of a woman, indecent exposure, all of those things, uh, you probably wouldn't have done that. You would have told this guy that, look, you can't take this away with 15 grand cash. <clears throat> There's no at stake. Oh, yeah. And, you know, there are some things. I mean, I, again, I do not know the details of Indian law, uh, but I can, you know, speak to rough. I speak to parallels in the American context that this is an act of public decency. And it's basically the guy is, you know, I mean, having exposed yourself, you're basically going to be on a sex offender registry. So you can't commit a crime like that and just claim that, you know, the one person who I exposed myself to inadvertently, uh, you know, I paid them 15,000. It's over and done with. No, you exposed yourself in a public space. There's lots of other people around you, you know. So, but, you know, there's a couple of other complicated things. And I, I should mention here that, you know, I, uh, I mean, I've tweeted some about it, but I, I also feel sorry for this guy's family, you know, uh, because, you know, they, they, they will go through a lot of stuff, which is not their fault. His father came on. The father says, you know, a couple of things that, uh, first of all, the father referred to him, well, he would never do this. This lady's like his mother. Now, this concept that, you know, everyone has a mother, boss. Yeah. Like, is there anyone alive who doesn't have a mother? Any yeah. human being who has ever lived, you know, same thing had happened. I remember there was a CEO of some company who was, this was a few years ago. He was, uh, you know, pawing some young lady, physically molesting her. And she gave him a piece of her mind and she recorded it. And then he was covering his face and he said, I'm very ashamed. And, you know, this business that I have a mother and I have a daughter. The father also said he has a, he's 34, he has a 18 year old daughter. So that again has given rise to some speculation that, you know, did he have a kid when he was 16? But of course, it might be his stepdaughter, etc. So that, you know, is nobody's business. But the very odd thing is he booked the ticket. Not only did he give the authorities a fake address, apparently, I saw this in one tweet. I want to be very careful that I mentioned that one tweet did say this or there was a midday article that said this. Yeah. They couldn't find him because either the address that he gave the the authorities or the address with which he booked the ticket was not his own address. So, you know, I mean, I don't know what's going on here. Like you have ostensibly, my guess is he's gone to New York for work, you know, perhaps uh, uh, working for a multi. Yeah. So, so you're saying that, you know, to, to uh, the passenger log data was incorrect. It was incorrect. So, you know, you don't give your residential address and I don't think they actually, maybe people don't check your address. And of course, they so don't. When, you your, when you get your passport made, you might live at one residence, right? And you might move at another. Correct, 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 correct. So, so, that... so, so that's that's true. I think when they issue a ticket, they generally have a correct address, or they could have the travel agent's address, and the travel agent could have. So they could have ha- those things could have happened. Just going back to the point about his family and mindful of time. Uh, yes, very unfortunate for the family because I know he's got a young family, and um, I, I again on the thirty days, I don't want to get drawn, but I think. He's been fired from his job, as I understand it. He has, right? been, fired. He has been fired from his job. So, so he got drunk, public indecency, his name is all over the papers, he's lost his job, his family has been his family has obviously clearly uh, ashamed uh, of his actions. His father is trying to provide a line of defense to something that there is no actual defense to. Yeah, I think um, you understand that. I mean, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. what is he supposed to do? Like, I, there are people who are like savaging his father on social media and I'm like, you know, I mean, I'm sure the father's, you know, given him a talking to or whatever, but yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, fine. Like, I don't think the guy is saying that, you know, my son didn't do, I mean, he's, he's made, you know, okay. He said a couple of shady things, like, which I think were not cool. That's what irritated me about the dad's 
defense where he suggested that the lady was trying to extort him. And I thought that was beyond the pale. Ha, but see, the, the tendency of things to try and try and make things filmy is ingrained in people. No? So there's, there's, people also grasping at straws. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So if you can find an angle to try and get this. So look, the good thing is this guy was arrested. Uh, this guy, I think the magistrate said to the people, the police were saying that he needs to be in custody for us to do an identification parade where the other crew members will identify him as the person who urinated on this lady. Uh, but the magistrate said, no, you don't need custody for that. So he's been granted bail. But I think his life is in a bit of shambles now. I'd be very interested in knowing five years down the line, Mr. Mishra, what does he... So I think when he goes to present himself for a job interview now, granted there are many Mishras, right? I forget his full name. Rohit. Shankar. Shankar, Shankar Mishra. He was first incorrectly named Shekhar Mishra. And he changed his he changed his LinkedIn to Suraj something, uh, no photo. But you know, part of what he showed on his LinkedIn profile still had his older name. So it. Right, right, right. I mean, you know, he's he's scrambling, right? He's floundering right now. You can tell. Yeah, because you know, like all well-designed spy movies, uh, people think that they are slick, but you know, it's they're just kind of disappearing and changing. Very difficult to do. He's been apprehended. I hope he's been punished. Uh, he has clearly been punished. There's been something. I think what will happen from here on out is... Do you think a movie is in the making of this man? I don't know. <laughs> I well, I, I, I think who, which hero will take on the role of the, you know, the... the, the, the... I mean, no, this, hero this will, no hero will take it on. This will be one of those, you know, that very low kind of... I mean, even with Bollywood's evolution, one thing has stayed constant in Bollywood, that there is a market for very low kind of humor, right? And that low humor is always accompanied by these sound effects. And my son, he watches Bollywood films sometimes. He's also perplexed. And he was this, he was asking me, he said, like, dad, why is there this Like, like, why is there this sound? So there will be some cameo uh, or, you know, some kind of like subplot, right? That um, some actor, right, is is on the plane and, you know, some guy like pees on someone and then there'll be some like, you know, double entendre, uh, double entendre, some like, you know, silly jokes about it. I, I think, I, I think obviously this guy is kind of in for a tough stretch of his, the rest of his 30s, I'd be very interested how he reinvents himself. Um, uh, but I also think that there is enough being done. I think dissuading people from urinating in a public place, right? That sentence, right? In India carries layers and layers of kind of complications. I right? mean, it's, uh, you know, it's a losing battle. Like I've seen things like on some walls yeah. in, in Delhi, there would be a, you know, Dekho Gadha Peshab Karra. I see the donkeys urinating. Yeah. Now what you would have is you would have a guy like, you know, standing there and aiming his pee on the message. Right. Then there was a, there was a more like crude version of it, which was Deko Kutta Moot Raha Hai. Right. And there also, you know, despite the guy who's pissing is actually laughing away, despite knowing that the Kutta is him. And, you know, I, I we had a family friend in Calcutta, gentleman. Now, you know, the wall outside his house, sometimes people used to pee there. Yeah. And he would actually, you know, very hot-tempered gentleman, colleague of my dad, lovely guy. He would actually go down with a crowbar. And then these guys would, you know, like, he lived in Park Circus in Calcutta. These guys, sorry, sorry. He said, and he would ask him, you know, he was a Parsi gentleman. His Hindi was a little idiosyncratic. He would say in Hindi that, which is a good point, right? 
that right. women also have to, you know, hold their pee. And you ever see women do this. So yeah. the other point about this is that, you know, we know that alcohol and Indians, not always the happiest relationship. Correct. Do they do this in all airlines or do they, you know, treat Air India as your, you know, as they say that. Because I've seen, you know, this, you see this misbehavior in like, like weddings in North India, right? Panju weddings, mercifully for over a decade, I haven't been for one. Uh, You know, there's always this booze tent. Right. And then uh, you're given this license and then people get drunk and they do all kinds of foolish things. And I, you know, I remember being at one such event, it was a wedding or some, some guy, you know, some Panju had like a boy child after like seven daughters. So he went nuts. You know, everyone was smashed. Like the neighborhood, uh, you know, security guys, the Chokidas, they're supposed to protect the neighborhood. That guy was lying drunk in the middle of the road and cars <laughs> go, right? So this, and, you know, and I was talking about this to my son in, in my son's, he's a regular 13 year old kid. Um, you know, just in that very matter-of-fact way, uh, you know, he's not some oracular sage, but in that very matter-of-fact way, he says, like, he said, well, but, you know, like, why give them alcohol then? So, you know, I, I know that that sounds sort of draconian in some ways. No, 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 it's very wise. It's very wise. I think the, I, I will be mindful that we need to close soon. Um, I think um, you're right. Alcohol and um, I think there's this mythology that alcohol permits a certain type of behavior, which is reinforced by decades of Hindi movies. Ah, right? And yeah. I'm not blaming movies for this, by the way, right? No, no, you should. You, should you know, that whole funda that, you know, so this Mishra ji, right? Uh, he, when he looks back, when he has therapy in his 40s or 50s, as he gets to a point in life where he's asked by the therapist, what do you think tipped you over, right? I think that that's, I want to be his therapist uh, and, 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 and see uh, what he did. Not now, when he's 50, 55. He writes about this, right? This idea that fundamentally he's a decent man, but it was the alcohol doing the molesting. Correct. Correct. It's, we can talk gun control on that basis as well. Huh, you know, that he's a big sharif, but he's a wish. And, all. and you know, there would be these in the sort of English language circles, there would be these, you know how this is a separate topic in itself, but the world we grew up in, uncles would dispense banalities, you know, bromides, very like, but it would sound very profane, I'm telling you, first the man takes a drink, then the drink takes a drink, then the drink takes the man, you know, <laughs> everyone on the floor. So there would be, you know, a lot of this kind of wisdom. Yes, basically operated by consensus to give people a certain kind of license that, you know, it was not me, you know, I wasn't flashing. It was Johnny Walker who was flashing instead. Correct. Correct. On that note, Rohit, as usual, it's great to be back. Uh, Fantastic start of 2023. Uh, Look forward to doing this uh, more regularly than we have in the past. Uh, On that note, uh, gently into the night. Uh, Have a nice week and month ahead of yourself and uh, we'll catch up again soon. Likewise to you and to all our readers, officially a little belatedly, but Happy New Year. Thanks for hanging in there and we'll be back soon. Take care.